joining me live in studio, as he does every Friday morning now before he does his big Newsmax hit, is uh, the great Judge Andrew Napolitano. Always looks very spippy, beautiful tie, beautiful jacket. You nice, don't look fresh, so bad shirt. yourself with that tight, tight T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. Thank you, Judge. How are you on this Friday morning? I'm pretty good. You yeah. know, the world... The world's falling apart around us, foreign policy and domestic. But personally, I am well. I'm healthy, and I'm always happy when I'm with you. Me too. You You're look, the king you look of the great. Jews. How could I not be happy? Well, Jennifer you? Harrison said uh, yesterday, I'm not just the king of the Jews. I'm the king of everybody. So, Well, you're the king of morning talk radio. Well, that I am. Yes, we thank know you that. for that. And thank some you. of your opposition are longtime friends of mine, but you do beat them. Well, thank you. <laughs> and part of the reason why I beat them, in all honesty, not that I'm not wanting to give myself credit. Trust me. Nobody pats themselves more in the back than I do. But it's people like you that come on every week and give the show an intense amount the of show credibility. show is captivating. Listen, I get here early in part so that I can hear Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. you got to oh, admit, he's great. man, is he's he great. fabulous. And we, we, did, we, we do cover a variety. Look, you were on IMUS for a long time. Oh, it's how we met. Right. And there's no question that as much as... We couldn't stand Imus most days, right. me, Bernie, Lou, all of us. Really right. hated him, to be honest. There's no question that he had a tremendous influence on me, Stern, too. This show uh, pretty much does what they do, which is right. whether it's politics or sports or entertainment, there's comedy, there's all kinds of stuff. And most shows today, to be honest, are just boring political talk right. where they mention the same thing for the hundredth time that day. There's one thing about you, you're not boring. <laughs> yeah. You are not boring. <laughs> Howard Stern, I met Howard Stern in the courtroom. Really? In my courtroom, when Howard Stern was a defendant, tried for uh, disrupting somebody's business. He got on the air and he said, hey, everybody, tell me how to kill myself. And he threw out an 800 number. He just made it up. Oh, it was a real this. It was a real number. Yes. And this woman got 15,000 of the most disgusting <laughs> phone calls you could imagine. How do I know? Because as the judge, I had to listen to the tapes. Oh, my God. And then I ordered Trump to surrender his income tax returns to me because we had to know how wealthy he was. You mean Stern? Stern. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, he was furious at me, wanted to kill me. How about oh, now? He has, was, has, oh, so has he after gotten that... Fast forward, I leave the bench, I'm at Fox, CBS fires him, Ailes calls me in, he throws a big document at me. I said, what the hell is this? He said, it's Howard Stern's contract. I want you to read it and go on air and tell me if CBS, CBS can fire him. It takes me two days to read it. I go on air and I go, CBS owes Howard Stern an effing fortune. <laughs> Then we become buddies, and we're buddies to this day. There you go. That's good stuff, Judge Napolitano. Buddies with Howard Stern, buddies with Sid Rosenberg, and buddies with Donald Trump, who's had uh, an interesting couple of days. Let's start off in Georgia. Everybody was riveted. They thought it was great television. Fonnie Willis yesterday. But on a really serious note, while it was entertaining, she's a real lowlife. And this other guy that she's involved with, Nathan Wade, he's a real lowlife. And Trump and Giuliani and all these people's futures are up in the air over people like that. So while we found it entertaining, it's not really funny because they're playing a major role in ruining other people's lives. I could not agree with you more. Now, the last time I can recall, you'll remember this case. Uh, Imus and I talked about this in the old days. The last time I can recall the prosecutor on the stand was that Duke rape case. Yes. And those the, the prosecutor's behavior was so reprehensible, the judge threw the case out before it even went to the jury. It is very, very rare that the prosecutor is on the witness stand being cross-examined by defense lawyers, but her judgment is terrible. However, I don't think it affects the quality 
of the case against Trump. I happen to think this case against Trump is garbage. But under Georgia law, she's going to bring it. If she leaves the case, whoever replaces her uh, is going to bring it. Well, the case may stick around, but you just said it. This case is garbage. We know the Alvin Bragg uh, case, uh, which uh, they're not going to – they're going to continue with the trial starts uh, what is that trial uh, start? March 25th. March that 25th. Trial, that right. trial, that's a surpriser. We thought that was a sleeper. That's going to be the first trial. But He's going to have to be in that courtroom right. four days a week for two months. Still garbage. And even the document case now, where we thought, oh, my God, how can the document case be taken seriously if the sitting president has done the same thing without the power to declassify all the stuff laying around in his garage and his library. So maybe, just maybe, all these cases, all of them, turn out to be a whole bunch of nothing. So the document case is very bizarre because there's a federal statute that allows uh, pretrial behavior to be done in secret. So last week, Judge Cannon met with the government in secret without Trump and his lawyers there. Then she met with Trump and his lawyers. Then she met with the government back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Trump doesn't know what she told the government. The government doesn't know what she told Trump. The statute provides for that. I condemn that statute. I think all of this should be in the open. And if the government doesn't want to reveal the secrets to the public that they claim he stole, they should dismiss the case against him. The public is entitled to know, and he's entitled to have all of this out in public. But that's not the law. The law allows the government and the court, requires the court, to keep it in secret until the time of the jury trial. When it comes to the jury trial, they're going to say, document X. They're not going to say what's in document X, and that's wrong. The public, the press, the defendant have the right to know. All right, fair enough. Well, let's take a quick break with Judge Napolitano. Come back. I want to find out what you think more, the specifics of the New York case, and, again, what you feel about overall on all these, because it wasn't that long ago that just based on the law, you were pretty nervous, and you felt yes. pretty confident that the president may be in some big trouble. I want to know if today that is still the case. We'll take a short break. Come back with my man, the great Judge Andrew Napolitano, live in studio right here on Sit and Friends. In the morning.
Great tune by Lewis, 757 on your Fridays. My main man, Judge Andrew Napolitano, right before his uh, Friday Weekly Newsmax appearance, once again, as he is every week live in studio. So you said um, something was surprising about the New York case, which, again, we knew, we know now, is going to trial. It starts March the 25th, and it's a very busy time because in and around that time, you've got Super Tuesday, right. which doesn't seem to matter right now because the latest numbers, if Nikki Haley decides to stick around after South Carolina, where she's down right now 36 points, it's humiliating in her own state. If right. she decides to stick around, there are polls that I've seen that have Nikki Haley down, you ready for this, by as much as 70 points Good in God. states like Tennessee and North Carolina. Oh, good God. So, yeah, Super Tuesday comes out about the same time he's got to be in court for New York, but there's no competition. Like, we were worried, how's he going to do this? But yeah. uh, He's I, killing you. I, 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 I don't know where she could get funds from with numbers that bad. Why would anybody donate to her campaign? That's how much they hate Trump. What you think of her and what you think of Trump, who wants to bur- burn money? They do it. Listen, Anthony Scaramucci and the owner of the Mets, Steve Cohen, gave fat, stupid Chris Christie money. Oh, knowing full well he couldn't get 2%. Steve that's, Cohen gave money yes, to Christie? That's huh. how much they hate Donald Trump. But what surprised you about New York? Well, what surprised me is that that case is coming up, and I, and I think it took Trump's defense team by surprise. They told Justice Engeron yesterday they weren't ready. That quickly, you mean? Correct. 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 Now, uh, you shouldn't reveal that to the other side that you're not ready. There's a lot of documents in this case. There are a lot of witnesses to go. They have this problem with Alan Weisselberg, who allegedly allegedly committed perjury in the Justice Engeron case. That's the that's the civil fraud case. The decision's coming down today. So Trump's got a lot on his hands. But remember, in this criminal case, he must be physically present for every proceeding in that courtroom. Has to be there. He has to be there. 